It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. John Hugh Bush, executive director of the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation, and uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you're both on the line. Uh, Dr. Uh, Michael Berenbaum, curator and historian of the Auschwitz-Birkenau State Museum, uh, join me now. Uh, first, uh, gentlemen, welcome. Yeah, great to be here with you, David. It's John Highbush. Hi, John. All right. I we Again, I know we had some notes and some differences. I wasn't sure if Michael was able to join you. Uh, but I got to tell you, not just because of my relationship with the family and the library, but the relationship that's important here is that the Reagan Library and who President Reagan was and what the foundation stands for, uh, that we we keep history accurate, we learn from it, and we use it in a good way. You know, to me, this is something that's so important. Yeah, yeah, I, we couldn't agree more. Um, that, that's why, David, you know, in addition to the famous Reagan Museum uh, that, that sits in Simi Valley, some time ago, uh, we invested in building a lot of extra special exhibit space where um, about every six months we'll rotate a brand new special exhibit in. And one, why? Because Ronald Reagan, you know, I think he wanted to find a way to ensure that, that community members could continue to come back over and over again, but that also he wanted it a place to be, uh, you know, one where there was cultural discovery and, and history and those sorts of things. And so we've had dozens of special exhibits at the library in my time there. This next one that we'll have is, uh, it, it could well be the most important and the most striking, I think, because as you've noted, it's, it's really, you know, what is it? It's essentially a reproduction of the Auschwitz concentration camp in Poland. And um, it is 700 artifacts that bring us back to that moment in time when, you know, it was probably um, the greatest mass murder in history, and, and the Auschwitz camp was was a central part of that. So it'll be on display at the Reagan Library for about 10 months for people to come back and get reconnected to that critically evil time in mankind's history. Yeah, and, you know, in a moment, I want to go even wider on this, because while it is the the exhibit about Auschwitz, and, you know, I'm thinking about a friend of mine now, he's 96 years old, and someone who survived Auschwitz, uh, what it means to him, he's now become, you know, Timor has uh, become more vocal, he's speaking at universities, he's speaking publicly, like, like so many others, and the children of the Holocaust as part of this, who are now speaking out even more. Uh, this is not something that ends when a generation dies. Yeah, you're, you're right. In, in fact, David, um, during the time the exhibit will be at the Reagan Library, uh, I think we were, were slated to have about a dozen speakers come at various times during the exhibit to speak that are just like your friend, uh, an actual survivor of the Auschwitz camp, um, as well as you've said, some family members, a generation or two uh, deeper. And um, 
I don't know. I, I've listened to presidents and uh, prime ministers and, uh, you know, members of Congress and world leaders and all the rest at the Reagan Library. But when, like you say, a 96-year-old steps forward to reconnect you with their experience at a time and a place like this, it, it is the kind of thing that just leaves you speechless. Really does, and so we we hope that you know there's a lot of issues around uh, this world today that you talk about every morning, David. And one of them, unfortunately, is the the growth of man's inhumanity to man through, um, in in this case, anti-Semitism. And we're going to do our very level best to remind people of that moment in history so that it's never repeated again. And so many have put a lot of work into this. Uh, the, the the exhibit, by the way, the West Coast premiere of this uh, opens March 24th. Uh, go to reaganfoundation.org. There will be information there. You can buy tickets ahead of time, uh, and that's a good plan. Uh, like many other exhibits of this level, uh, you need to plan ahead, not just show up. So I'll remind everyone of that. Uh, the the imagery, I don't know if that's the, even the right word, but the artifacts, the imagery, and the story uh, being told here. Uh, can you describe the exhibit a little bit more? You know, I, I, I've been to various museums. I've been to Yad Vashem in Jerusalem, where I've had a, an unusual opportunity, actually, to go behind the, the, the museum doors, if you will, and hear from people, the audio, the, the, this, the, the conversation to watch some videos, to, to hold some of the documents, uh, you know, the, the fact that, you know, this is tangible. It's, it's, the Holocaust deniers out there cannot deny the tangible facts that exist. I, I, I've held uh, one of the documents. It was a book, and it was a book, it was a ledger of the accounting of Jews and gays and blacks and anyone deemed unworthy of being part of the master race. And I got to tell you, holding that thing in my hand, I, you don't forget that because that was a ledger of death. Yeah, you're right. And just to give you a few examples, David, the um, sitting right at the very entrance of the Reagan Library uh, today, um, and it, we, we had it installed about a month ago, in fact, on the anniversary of Kristallnacht, uh, is one of the actual boxcars, the railroad boxcars that transported, you know, how many thousands and thousands of Jews to Auschwitz. Um, you can literally go right up to that boxcar put your hand on it and feel a part of evil history. Um, we've, we have 700 artifacts that are coming from Auschwitz, uh, everything from the, the desk of the longest-serving commandant of Auschwitz, um, the gas masks worn by the SS as they entered what uh, Jews thought to be showers, the bar uh, reconstruction of actual barracks that, that you know, men, women, children were forced to sleep in stacked one upon the other, um, fragments, uh, you, have, you know, shoes and 
glasses and keepsakes and jewelry and teeth and you know it's it's the whole thing and it's as as powerful as you can possibly imagine all right. Well, we've got Dr. Michael uh, Berenbaum on the line with us now. We had a little connection issue. Uh, John Heibush on the line with me. We've been talking about this uh, this Reagan Library exhibit, the Holocaust exhibit. Uh, John, the executive director of the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation, and uh, Dr. Michael Berenbaum, curator and historian of the Auschwitz-Birkenau State Museum. Uh, so, uh, Michael, good to have you here. Uh, you've heard some of John's comments. Uh, where do you want to start? I've been listening attentively because John's been doing a, fa- a fabulous job, and I appreciate um, his insight because he, in one sense, is uh, the equivalent of one of our first uh, visitors. Um what we have is a unique opportunity. It's the first time that Auschwitz has, that the State Museum of Auschwitz has allowed material to come forth from Auschwitz, believing that if people cannot get to Auschwitz, then we should bring Auschwitz to the people. The other element is I want us to pay attention to the title, because the title is a scandal, but it's an important scandal. The scandal is Auschwitz not long ago, not far away. We should live in a world in which Auschwitz is long ago and far away, consigned to history. But as been said before, the problem is that the hatred, the vehemence, the the ideology of hatred, the um, promulgation of uh, words like mass murder and war crimes, is not something of the and genocide it's not something of the past it's something that sadly and tragically characterizes our world today so this is not only an exhibition into the heart of evil but it's a challenge to the visiting audience and to the visitors to uh confront that evil and to uh really um, struggle with how to make sure that our world does not continue that evil and create that evil in the future. It's, I guess, called appropriate timing, and I'm glad we have you here, Michael. And if I could continue with you for a moment, uh, this, while the focal point here is Auschwitz, the world still has elements of this. And it's not a matter of comparison, but of recognition. Uh, yesterday at a meeting with several Cuban exiles, uh, I was given a book about their journey that's been chronicling Cuba from then to now. Uh, the Museum of the Diaspora, I was there. It's getting ready to open. And in other societies, not just in Cuba, but that happened to be yesterday's meeting, uh, we hear of this. And I have a friend who, not from Auschwitz, but Sammy Steigman, who was a child in Mogilev, was experimented on and he goes out and speaks about hate and and what people do what acts they carry out so is is it part of your hope that not just auschwitz but beyond we begin to look further into the the world other societies other forms that unfortunately are very similar to this in attacking a group down to the point of trying to kill every member of that group, whoever they may be. 
Absolutely. Auschwitz has become emblematic. Uh, we call it the um, paradigmatic manifestation of evil by contemporary humanity because it used all of the technology, all of the science, all of the notion of it's a combination of assembly line, factory of death with uh, Darwin's notion of survival of the fittest. It was perpetrated by the most advanced, technologically advanced, scientifically sophisticated, culturally um, uh, majestic country in Europe at that point. And uh, it tells us what the human capacity is for evil. And that should be a cry against such evil. John, I'll turn it back to you. Uh, what do you have to add on this? They come and exhibit. Uh, and for the audience, uh, any more information they should have so that they can either see this and what online components exist, etc. Yeah, David, I think, um, you know, as I noted before, given it's very likely to be the most impactful exhibit ever at the Reagan Library, um, it also be, I think, one of the best attended. Uh, so uh, to see this exhibit, uh, you you have to register ahead of time. You need to do just as you said, David, go online, uh, go to Reagan library.com slash Auschwitz and uh, uh, register to get your ticket. Um, they're timed tickets because uh, this it's already sold out for several weeks, the beginning, uh, and I think we're going to find that's the case throughout. So if you, we really do want to invite as many as possible to come out uh, to see this exhibit and to learn from it um, and to buy your tickets ahead of time and register to get one. And Michael, to you, uh, closing words, if you will, for the audience. Well, I think it's appropriate that we're at the Reagan Library, uh, and most appropriate because one of the unique aspects of the presidency of Ronald Reagan was that he truly understood evil. And the other part of it that comes from um, his own experience is Ronald Reagan um, was part of the crew that witnessed the development of the films of the liberation of the camps in Western Europe. And it was a memory from his youth that remained with him for the rest of his life. He spoke of it, and he spoke of it with a certain fear and trembling. So it touches on the life of the president as well. Gentlemen, thank you both. Go ahead, John. I think you had something to say. No, no, no. I just wanted to say well said, David, really. Thank you, Michael. Well, thank you both. Uh, I will, well, I'll be there at some point. We'll have to work out. Uh, I'll have to work out my schedule. But uh, having had the fortune to see uh, in different parts of the world uh, this type of display, I'm looking forward to this. This is, as uh, you pointed out, Michael, you know, bringing Auschwitz for the first time out to others so they can be seen. And the Auschwitz-Birkenau State Museum has done an amazing job of maintaining the archive of this history. We'd love to have you, David. 
Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, John Highbush, Executive Director of the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation, and Dr. Michael Berenbaum, curator and historian of the Auschwitz-Birkenau State Museum. Uh, again, you can go to the website, uh, reaganfoundation.org, uh, for all the information that's there. And uh, you can buy your tickets, reserve ahead of time. But uh, this, is, this is beyond. It starts there. It is horrible, but it goes beyond for the rest of the world. Thank you both. Join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon East on Sirius XM Patriot 125.